Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome to the NFL Draft Prospect Podcast, another interview for you all inching closer and closer, only about four weeks away from the 2023 NFL Draft, finally kicking off. We got Mr. Keanu Benton out of University of Wisconsin, fantastic defensive tackle, nose tackle for them over the last couple years at Wisconsin, but a whole lot more than just a nose tackle in my opinion. Keanu, I know that it's been super busy for you, man. I know you've been on the Pro Day grind recently. You were at the Combine, at the Senior Bowl. It's been a busy few months for you, man, but how's everything been generally? Uh, it's been good. It's a, it's a blessing. Um, it's a dream come true. I'm glad I'm going through this process. Uh, it, it's, it's been fun, to be honest. I've just been taking it day by day, week by week, um, and can't wait to see what the future holds. Oh, for sure, man. And I, I know we want to really kick you off, Keanu, because, I mean, we could always count on their – no matter what draft class we're looking at, there's going to be a couple of really good Wisconsin defensive defensive players in the class, right? And this year, yourself, obviously, with Nick Herbig and a couple other guys are in the class. Last year, we talked about, you know, obviously the linebackers that were coming out and Leo Chanel and, and you know, the success that those guys had, obviously, as rookies was fantastic as well. Can you talk to me just about, I guess, the tradition that Wisconsin has had defensively, obviously under Jim Leonard most recently, but I mean, I just feel like consistently that has just been a, a mainstay of the program is playing fantastic defense and playing technically sound defense. Yeah, I was going to kind of say that uh, we, we pride ourselves in playing great defense. Um, and with, with that comes attention and with that comes opportunities to take it to the next level. So. I think just just being a good team and being a good defense as a whole will open those doors. So mm. we we're not done yet producing uh, Wisconsin defensive players. Ryan kind of hit on this already that you played primarily nose tackle in that defense at Wisconsin throughout your career. But I think Ryan and I both agree that maybe you could play some different spots along the defensive line. From your perspective, where do you think you could succeed the best? In the NFL, and then maybe what has been the the feedback from NFL teams that they think your role is going to be at the next level? Yeah, I feel like I'm comfortable all the way from a zero to a four I. So, and I've heard all of that. Um, I've heard teams wanting me to play four. I've heard teams wanting me to play three zero strictly. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's all over the place. I'm just waiting to get with my team and and, and see what happens. And Keanu, I, I know I mentioned a couple guys that are in the draft class with you, like Nick Herbig, for for instance. If I can, I just kind of want your perspective on Nick to begin here, right? Because obviously he's more of that lightly built stand-up rusher. But, I mean, he was – I if he didn't win the Defensive Player of the Year in the Big Ten, I think he was like top two or three this past year. So, like, he had a phenomenal year. What can you tell us about Nick and what he brings to the table? Um, I would say, one, he's a dog. Um, not a lot of people think and not a lot of people brain works like his. Uh that can be a good thing. That can be a bad thing. Uh, great thing on the football field, though. But then when you're off the field, he got a little loose screw. And, <laughs> and being friends with him is, is is amazing. You never know what you're gonna what you're gonna hear, what you're gonna see. But he, he's a great dude. He's a great person. He's very family oriented. Um, but he's one of those guys that when he gets on that football field, he, he's a different Nick. Um, he's one of those guys that's gonna run through your face no matter how big or small you are. Um, I feel like a lot of teams think he was undersized, but he came in when 240, yep. gained that weight, and still ran fast. Um, 
looked great in the pro day drills, looked great in the everything else really. Um, but I think if somebody gets him, they're gonna they're gonna be getting a, a hidden gem, kind of like Sanborn. People underestimated him, um, but he gets to the league and he 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 makes a name for himself. And I think the same is gonna happen with Nick. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with underdog fantasy ever since i joined i've been having so much fun there are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting i'm not the biggest basketball fan but it has made it way more entertaining since i found underdog fantasy and my favorite game to play so far which i think you should try out is pick em. it is so easy to play just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially again during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's BetOnline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. That, that's a good mention, man, because Jack Sanborn was fantastic as a rookie with the Chicago Bears. You're absolutely correct. He was underdrafted, in my opinion. And I wanted to ask this, the other guy in the draft class that I wanted to talk about mostly was Joe Titman, who was uh -huh. a player as a center. You saw a lot, obviously, I'm sure, in practice. So what makes Joe so special? And maybe give us some insight into maybe a little bit of battles that you guys had sometimes in practice. Yeah, I think Joe's a, a great NFL defense or offensive lineman. Uh, he's a strong cat. He's big as hell. Um, he's a guy who's not going to give up. Um, but he do sometimes end up on the ground. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's he's blocking as hard as he can. I've seen a pancake guys. Um I would say in, in, in like practices, I, me and him, we battle each other, but we also kind of give feedback on, on what could be better. So when we go into games, we can we can fix those things because at the end of the day, we are a team. Um, and like when he gets me or when he's almost there, I swipe his arms down. I'm like, oh, you could have did this, that, and the third in order to, to get me rather than that. Then he'll switch it up. And end up getting me. Sometimes they make me mad that I gave them the advice to to beat. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it was making us a better team. So I think we battled it out real well. But we also gave great feedback to to kind of go into those games confident. Speaking of uh, of going into the games with that feedback, there's a lot of really good interior offensive linemen in the Big Ten. A lot of really talented players, a number of which are in this draft class. In your opinion. Who do you think, maybe it's one player or just a whole team, was the most difficult matchup that you've had in your career in the Big Ten? Yeah, I would say just the 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 Ohio State offensive line as a whole. I feel like nobody really stood out spectacularly. Mm. Um, but the, the, their group of offensive linemen was really good. Um, they were pretty good at keeping their power level consistent throughout the whole game. They, they knew – 
like sometimes you'll get a, a, a cheap a cheap little pressure or something like that from guys turning away or not knowing protection correctly. But I feel like they were on their A game when we played them and they 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 eventually won that game. But I, I think their offensive line is where it mm-hmm. kind of started. Well, and Keanu, I wanted to hit on a couple of the draft process so far as far as the big events, right? One is the Senior Bowl. You went down to Mobile, man, and I mean, I keep telling people, like, I thought that you were the most impressive interior defensive lineman in attendance, in my opinion. I thought that you really showcased that you aren't just a point-of-attack, run-stopping defensive tackle. Like, I really thought you showed a lot in the pass rush one-on-ones and showed the ability to push the pocket. How do you just kind of think back on that experience to be able to play against some of the best and to be able to showcase your talent. I mean, yeah, that was, that was something I've been waiting on. Um, not waiting, but something I was looking forward to because I feel like a lot of guys did disrespect my pass rushing abilities. Um, don't understand the Wisconsin defense. Um, so just coming out there showing that I can do what I said I can do. Um, mm. It kind of, it, it up my draft stock and it made me, really confident in what I was able to do as well. Cause I knew, I knew I could go out there and, and, and win a couple reps, but I, I won quite a bit of reps. And yeah. it was something that kind of opened the eyes of scouts, GMs, um, head coaches or whatnot, but it was just something to show my versatility. And I'm not only uh, a run blocker, I can also get after that passer as well. Would you say that, and it sounds like this is the case, would you say that after that senior bowl week, that there was maybe a surge in, in attention that you were getting from, from NFL personnel? Uh, yes. Love it, man. Love it. Well, Keanu, then you went to the combine, and I keep telling people, like, the combine is one thing that when I thought I could play in the NFL someday and then it turned out I couldn't, right? I was like, I want to be at the NFL scouting combine one day and do all that incredible stuff on TV. You got to live that, man. What was that like just kind of being in Indianapolis? I know it's a daunting few days because, I mean, we're talking about the early days, the medicals, the team meetings, the media availability. Like there's a lot of stuff obviously in between of the just the on-field workouts, but how was that experience just kind of being in Indianapolis and doing the combine stuff? To me, I feel like it was great. Um the the senior bowl kind of wore me out a lot more than the the combine. And I've heard opposite from people. So um kind of the combine, I get there, like we do interviews and stuff. The interviews I already got my my butterflies out at the senior bowl where we interviewed with everybody, um, so it was, it was it was smooth sailing there. But then we had medicals and yeah. waiting three hours for MRI is mm. the 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 funnest thing to do. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like that was probably that was probably the worst part. And then kind of just going into the workouts, um, it was some guys that I've seen um, at the senior bowl, kind of made connections with at the senior bowl, so it's pretty comfortable being there. Um, and then, like the the second worst thing was probably getting in in the in the forty stands. So when I'm the first guy up for the forty, yeah, mm. I like I was good. I I ran my stuff or whatever. Then I got I got in my stance like when it's time to go, and I look up, and forty yards look like two hundred yards. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, like my vision like extended it far. I'm like, okay, this this is what it's gonna be today. But I feel like after that 40, um, I felt like I was running for a long, long time, but I ended up hitting the number that I wanted to hit. Um, but like after that, I feel like it was smooth sailing. The the, the position drills it was my bread and butter. Uh, I wanted to show how good I can move my hips, how good my feet are. So those are the things that I was looking forward to. And overall, it was a great experience. Dream come true. And 
and can't wait to see what the future holds. Well, and you mentioned obviously your hips and just kind of showing you can move. I know that the Joe kind of want to hit on this, especially, yeah. but like I know you had a a good, I mean, a good background as far as wrestling coming out of high school, right? Like, how much has wrestling, I guess, helped you to be able to develop into the defensive lineman that you are now? Yeah, I would say it starts with the feet, hips, and hands. Um, that's kind of the, the the three points that we hit on this defensive lineman, and that's kind of the three points we hit on this heavyweight wrestlers. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it was a correlation there, but the wrestling is it, different. Like just the battle, the battle aspect of it. Like it's it's you and one other person in that ring, and then at the end of the day, it's you and one other person on the football field. So you got to win your one-on-ones. It's, it's going to be a winner. It's going to be a loser. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of losing. So I do like to, to take my wrestling background, take my aggression, take my technical things from wrestling, feeling leverage and stuff like that um, to football in order to help me become a better player. Well, and so Keanu, let me ask you about Jim Leonard. I would love to ask about that for a second, right? Because Jim Leonard, although I know his future's kind of in limbo, he's one of the best defensive minds in all college football. He's a guy that I've been following for a long time, even when he was a player. It's obviously his coaching career. How much is being a part of his system over the last few years, how much has that mentally prepared you for making this jump to the NFL? Yeah, actually, it's, it's helped a lot. Like, I talked to other defensive linemen in my draft class, and they don't know as much as I do about mm. football in general, the defensive side of football. Um, a lot of a lot of coaches and a lot of people just kind of tell you how to do your job, but I feel like he does a great job of telling you how it all comes together as one and, and the, the job we're trying to accomplish on certain blitz or certain plays and how we're trying to set things up. So just being under his wing for, for four years has elevated my game, my, my football IQ tremendously. Um, and I, I thank him for that as well and thank him for when I come up, as a, as a freshman, and he, he, he he's taking the time out of his day in order to teach me and walk me through these things because um, I'm curious. I like to ask questions, and it got me where I am today, asking questions, making sure, even if they're stupid questions. Oh, Coach, if I'm taking a step to the right, do I use my right foot? Like, <laughs> just, just little stupid questions, but not not that simple. But yeah, just stuff like that, and like he, he's answering them honestly, and he's answering them like to help me out. So I, I just thank him for that and think he's one of the greatest coaches I've ever had. He he did a great job when he stepped in as the interim coach for you guys this past year. And I, I felt like everyone assumed that he was going to be the next head coach based on how well he did as the interim. You as a player, and it sounds like as somebody who really appreciated what he did as a coach, were you surprised that he wasn't named as the next head coach and maybe was the rest of the team surprised? I mean, yeah, I think it surprised the whole Wisconsin. Um, it was something that we didn't expect. We didn't know Fickle was coming in, but at the end of the day, you got to realize that this is a business. Um, yeah. yeah. And that was like our eye-opener of how much of a business it was, getting our head coach fired midseason and then getting somebody we never heard of at Wisconsin like as the as our head coach. But I feel like overall it's working out. Um, Fickle's a great guy as well. You can't, can't – take that away from him he's a great coach um yep. and at the end of the day we just got to continue to play ball he he made some adjustments in that locker room and he's made some different cultures that he brought with him and I think the guys are loving it 
Well, and we, we talked about Leo last year a little bit. You mentioned Jack, obviously, what he did with the Chicago Bears this year. I mentioned Tittman, obviously, this year with Herbig and yourself. Keanu, who's the next guys at Wisconsin? Like who ne- This time next year, who are we going to be interviewing in these podcasts as the next guys to come out of the University of Wisconsin? Yeah, I would say we got we got quite a few guys. Um, especially on the defensive side, I would just say three guys in mind right now are two inside linebackers, uh, Jordan Turner and um, Muma Jamenta. Um, those are two guys who's who's coming to the scene, who's getting more comfortable getting reps, who's getting more comfortable with getting the calls in, getting quicker with that. Um, their athletic ability is there. It's just fine-tuning those small little details in order to to take their game to the next level. And then also on the defensive line side, I would say uh, Rodas Johnson. He, he's going to step his game up. He made a huge jump last year. Um, I love playing next to him. Um, he's one of those guys that's going to give you all he got, especially – the, the connection that we had, he was my roommate um, before, and it, it was awesome playing next to him. And it's like you fighting with your brother for real. And, like, we looking at each other, making calls out to each other. Like, sometimes we don't even have to say it when we get run past keys. Like, it, it was comfortable playing with him. And I think he's taking those those younger guys under his wing now that he's the top dog in, in the defensive line room, and he's, he's going to be great this year. And I, I know we're in kind of the section of the draft process where it's just – top 30 visits, meeting with teams. Who are some teams that maybe have been showing you a lot of interest and who are some all, uh, top 30 visits that you might have set up already? Um, Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of great conversations with a lot of coaches. Um, I've talked to about 10 different different D-line coaches um, through this That's process, and they do like what I do. Um, and I have one top 30 visits at – one top 30 visit as of now um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nice. Awesome, man. And kind of my last question for you, Keanu, and I'll let Joe hit on anything he wants to hit on at the end here, but looking forward to this day now, we're only a few weeks away, man, from a a dream I'm sure becoming a reality for you. Kind of a two-parter is how long has the NFL been a dream for you and just kind of looking forward to it, man. Like what's it going to be like to just kind of experience that moment with the support system you have with your family, with your friends and be able to enjoy that moment. Yeah. So I would just say sports has been my, my thing for my whole life. Um, but I didn't always think I was going to the NFL. I, I thought I was a, a first baseman in, in the MLB. Uh, but <laughs> eventually got too big, not too big, but like <laughs> realized that wasn't going to happen. Um, and football was more of my thing. So football hasn't been a dream of mine in, until eighth grade. Um, mm. And once I started playing, seeing myself get better each day, like really got into it. Um, and just kind of with my family, I'm I'm not going to go to the Kansas City thing if I get invited to the draft. I'm just going to stay with my family and kind of take this take this moment in with them and the people who's been there with me through this whole process. Love it, man. Love it. So, again, joined by Keanu Benton, star defensive lineman out of University of Wisconsin, 2023 NFL draft prospect. Keanu, we know that it's about to get really busy for you, man, but we really appreciate you taking all the time. We will be rooting for you when the end of April comes, man. But thank you so much for joining the podcast today. We yes, really sir. appreciate thank- it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.